0: on this episode of Kite Flying with Mandy and Jenny. The best thing I can do for my kids is to be authentically me. Exactly. I don't don't agree with not having arguments with your spouse in front of your children. Mm -hmm. How else are they supposed to learn that people fight? Like, Not have this unrealistic expectation that you're going to fall in love with somebody and everything's going to be perfect and you're going to be blessed. Uh You know, like (laughs) you're just real people. Parents are just people and they have their own shit to deal with. You are listening to Kite Flying with Mandy and Jenny. Just two Gen X bookends trying to stay relevant in a world full of boomers and millennials. Ever. Do you have a topic? Ooh, Ooh, what is my favorite thing to say? <laughs> I don't know. I just am reading this book. Oh, deed, deed. Actually, I'm listening to it. Okay. I appreciate people who do audiobooks so much because they this book required a lot of different voices. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And she had to say. The N-word. I Ouch. I know. That's harsh. It is harsh. So I am reading, listening to uh-huh. Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh. You heard of it? Oh, yeah, of course I've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, it's coming out as a movie. Yeah. I had it on my Libby app, so my library uh-huh. app. I think the wait time was probably like three months. Yeah, for I it. think it was on my list. Of my hold list for a long time, and then once I got it, I didn't ever. Li- you didn't lit. listen to it. Mm-mm. It kind of came up at a perfect time for me to be able to listen to it on audiobook because I'm not driving around as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, it was kind of good timing, so I've yeah. been listening to it. But it's very interesting. Um, basically, this girl grows up in the For some reason, I thought it was New Orleans for a long time because there's a lot of swamp stuff, but Mm -hmm. it's actually North Carolina. Okay. So in like the 60s, um, I think the ending of the book, it happens around in the 70s. But this little girl grows up kind of on her own. Uh Uh-huh. Like In the swamp? Yeah. So she's not a typical whatever that generation was boomer. Mm-hmm. She kind of grew up as a Gen X child, <laughs> <laughs> completely neglected, yeah, and ignored, yeah, yeah. But it just made me think about parents, like why parents do the things they do. Uh-huh. And you and you and Kathy talked about parents, parenting a little bit. Yes, yeah, about Anything. yelling at your kids. Ye- yes, yelling mm-hmm. at your kids. Yeah, I'm, you yelled at your kids a lot. I am you? a yeller. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, not just and at I, your kids. You yell just in general. I like to. Yell. I mean, it just <laughs> I, like I, I don't know yell. what to tell you. Like, it is part of who I am. Uh-huh. And I mean, <laughs> I thought I got it's a Jenny kind of a com- no, wait, It's kind of a combination <laughs> okay. of my personality and then also the environment that I grew up in. Uh-huh. So one of four kids, you uh-huh. know, it just like it, it just i am who i am Uh okay you want to tell a story about me go (laughs) okay this is uh you and jeff were about to get married or we were in georgia for your wedding Uh uh-huh right and we were staying at these little things and i remember one day i don't it was you were sitting on his lap and like you guys were being all ooey doo. and then all of a sudden you were like what? And you like, like stand up and you like yell at him and like walk away. I don't remember what the thing was, but we were all just like, welcome to the family, Jeff. I think it was something silly. Like he had forgotten to like pick up or he didn't fill up the gap gas in the car on the way to the thing. I don't know. It was something, or he went, he was going to go golfing with dad. I don't remember what it is, but I remember it being something super silly. (laughs) Don't flip that switch, honey. The flip, it it is a serious switch flip with Jenny. (laughs) I can go from zero to a hundred in milliseconds. Yeah, (laughs) Much like the plant throwing, it was, it was just so funny. Like you, you sitting on his lap, like being so gross and then all of a sudden, what you, better, you can't do anything right. or No, I don't think you said that. I did not say it, that. I don't remember. I was I'm, pretty young still. I'll have but, to ask him about that. Yeah. See if he remembers what it was. They, it was something silly. Was it before the night before the wedding or. No, I don't think so. I think it was like a day or two before the wedding. I want to say it was something about like ice cream, like not getting the ice cream or something like, I don't know. It he was... ate the rest of my ice cream. <laughs> that sets me off. People eating my food and messing with my stuff. I don't touch my stuff. Yeah, that's childhood mm. trauma for sure. Yeah. Childhood trauma. But so the yelling, there's this thing about gentle parenting now. I'm down with the gentle parenting. You are? The more I read What about is it? it? It's just being very um yeah because you were talking about how you apologized to your kids yes yeah I'm not I'm not opposed to that definitely I do, I do feel like it's it's easy for me to say that I believe in gentle parenting Simea is like yeah. dream child yeah but there was a time like the terrible twos terrible threes where she was getting out of hand mm-hmm. but um generally yeah it's easy to gentle parent a child who's what is gentle parenting? Just not raising your voice to them? Yeah, just uh, letting them express their emotions without trying to uh, dampen them down, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not yelling not at them. crushing their spirit. Yes, don't crush their spirit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it is easy for me to gentle parent. I was thinking, um, because my husband, like, he make he doesn't make her eat a lot he like make sure that she always eats her, her food and i was thinking about it because we when we were raising when i was raising my first batch <laughs> yeah that was funny your first it was your like first batch. you know everyone was saying oh don't make your kids eat too much blah 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 you know don't force them to finish their plate and everything i at my prime was like five eight my their dad is like five eleven or something my two older kids are shorter than both of us and i wonder if the this may have been a gen x parenting mistake not to make kids eat all their food yeah like because kids are supposed to like well just the population in general is supposed to get taller and taller and taller because we're so well nourished now right so the fact that my kids are shorter than me is Mm, doesn't really make sense. And so maybe this was a Gen X parenting fail to not make our kids finish their meals. Mm. Just, I mean, food for thought, just yeah. throwing that kite up there. Yeah. But yeah, so gentle, but I guess gentle parenting would be like, oh, you don't have to finish it if you're not hungry anymore. Yeah. Well, I, I kind know. of learned through my, just like my own process was, mm-hmm. I think kids naturally know how much food they need, though. Like, kids are intuitive eaters. And making, I think it's unhealthy to make them eat food that they don't want to eat. Like, they're not hungry. But I, I I mean, I kind of get it because Mm -hmm. just, like, on her, on your youngest daughter's Mm -hmm. food eating habits. Like, she would just do everything else and just forget. Like, she's, like, not to eat. It's not that she's not hungry anymore. It's that she has other a hundred other things that she would, yeah. And so she would just go eating. without eating. Yes. Mm. So it is very important to make sure that she finishes yeah. her meals. Cause I, I mean, I don't give her more food than she should be mm. able to eat. So hopefully she'll grow to the height that she should grow to. I don't know. <laughs> she'll be fine. Your kids are fine. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> okay. Are so right. yeah. So Promise. parenting, so oh, yeah, parenting. I was reading the Crowdat. So the book. what 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 are her parents doing? I well while she's I don't wandering? I don't know how much I want to give away. So no, she's not wandering. She's basically left in the marsh to fend for herself from a very young age. And like this is what I like I, it happens pretty early in the book, so I don't think I'm really spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. Mom leaves there's five kids. Uh Mom leaves. Dad's an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. World War II vet. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure there's PTSD there, drinking. Mom leaves. And we think like, oh, how can a mom abandon their child? Mm -hmm. Which... That could be a whole situation mm-hmm. in itself, you know. Oh my gosh, heaven forbid! How could you do Woman that? What if her children, mother, <laughs> blah blah blah. Men leave their children every well, freaking day, yeah. and and then the thing I didn't get was like the, all the brothers and sisters left her. Well, like I understand how, and that's kind of my point. I wanted to talk about the how we put unrealistic um, expectations on people that are parents
1: more yes. more so on mothers
0: but we kind of build them up to this level where we think they should behave in a certain way and if yes. they're not then they're bad parents yes i i have my own thoughts about that but we need to take a break okay I'm take a break and then we're going to rip into this one. rip it rip dr phil <laughs> Flyers, I hope you're enjoying this episode. Have you been to our website lately, kiteflyingpodcast.com? You can find links to some cool kite flying merch that Mandy has set up on Amazon. And you can also purchase a Gen Excellent Hot Cold Tumblr. You can get a 10% discount when you put in code Gen X, G-E-N-X. And while you're on the website, you could go ahead and sign up for a subscription where you can have access to some really cool bonus content. Yeah. So there was definitely, I mean, you come to find out why the mom left and it, it it's tragic. Like mm-hmm. it's tragic how that happened. I, I still, and maybe that will be more explained. I don't think it will cause I'm almost done with the book, but mm-hmm. wh- you hear so many stories about how older siblings raise their younger siblings mm-hmm. they all left they like left her there with this drunk guy i mean if they didn't maybe they didn't have that filial they weren't brought up to have that filial feeling anyway well there was one sibling that she was closer to who was, uh-huh. was closest to her age yeah and even he left and he just went and was like homeless somewhere why uh-huh. why couldn't you just stay and take care of your little sister I don't know. That's, I mean, it is a book, right? It's not, it's a story. Although, I suppose true stories. Yeah, I, okay, I, and I'm sure there's a reason, but I don't know. I just find that really hard to, even more than a mother leaving, because I know parenting is hard, but I don't know. I mean, they, if they don't feel responsible for, the girl. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was self-preservation. Like maybe. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Would have been even worse on her. You, you never really know. Hmm. Like maybe he would have become a drunkard like his dad and started beating on her or something. I mean, there's the, and that's the other thing. Like when a parent does leave, and on the outside, you say, oh, how can you leave? Like, uh, you know, you're abandoning your child. There's a 50-50 chance that them staying, I mean, if they are if they are able to leave the child in the first place, there's a good chance that them staying would have made the child worse off. True. You know, like if they have the capability to leave their child behind, then it's probably a good thing that they're not staying to parent that child because they don't want that generational problem to be on the child. Well, well the mental illness would just be compounded onto the child. Yeah. I mean I mean that's not to say that people should just abandon their children. That's not what I'm saying. It would just be nice if you could out that's just out part of way. the book that just made me really uncomfortable. That, that everybody was just of, left her? That the kid that the siblings left. Mm-hmm. And she was young, like seven. I could see Sumea survive. I could see Sumea doing what this girl did. Oh, totally. <laughs> Sumea is a total survivor. Oh, she's a survivor. I, Layla she, too. She, yeah, yeah. Layla too. Uh, that's Mina. True. <laughs> I think. I think Mina would. I think she would actually survive. It would just be a lot more uh emotional. Like, I think Layla and Sumay are just like, okay, this is what we need to get done. Let's get it done. Mm -hmm. Amina is like, okay, this is what I need to get done. But how do I feel about this? (laughs) (laughs) How will it make me feel if I make this decision? Is this the best decision for me? or? (laughs) I think my kids too could do it. I know people think I spoil my kids or like I'm too, (laughs) like accommodating to my children but uh-huh. yeah i don't um they don't act as if they're spoiled though you don't think so that's good i mean we but, have a different situation too yeah so i mean there's yeah yeah no i don't think so i think they don't act like they're spoiled because you give them everything anyway so they don't even have we, to i don't give them everything <laughs> i <I'm> just, <kidding. laughs> <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> I know people have that perception, but that's not true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, but back to like my thing before the break is Uh that we put these expectations on people, on parents. Like now that you're a parent, you're supposed to behave a certain way and Mm -hmm. the things that you do will impact your child. So you have to, this is what I hear when people are giving me advice, like love and logic, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, you should do this. You should do that. I like... The best thing I can do for my kids is to be authentically me. Exactly. I don't don't agree with not having arguments with your spouse in front of your children. Mm -hmm. How else are they supposed to learn that people fight? Like, not have this unrealistic expectation that you're going to fall in love with somebody and everything's going to be perfect and you're going to be blessed. uh You know, like, (laughs) you're just real people. Parents are just people and they have their own shit to deal with. And the mm-hmm. fact that we are raising kids is just biology, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, we could go back two episodes and say that's why you shouldn't tell your kids that Santa Claus is real, <laughs> because then they you've set them up to like there is no be way crying in, in their, their world, bed when they're seven. Yes, there's sobbing. no way in the world where Claus it's not going to be Please disastrous. Please tell me the truth. <laughs> there's no way it's not going to be disastrous. It was a bonding moment for us. I was crying, oh, okay, she was crying. Okay. I'm like, it's okay. I just just be a kid. It's just um, a way to be a kid for the rest of your life. Well, and maybe do we set expectations of our children that we shouldn't have? My my outlook on parenting and I think uh I mean once once I once I flipped my idea on parenting, it kind of like busted everything open but now i think it's now that we've all gotten into the groove i think it works the idea is that my idea of what makes a good parent is if you're if the parent is happy then the children will be happy yes i agree with that because they're basically being raised to model the things that you do I mean, whether it's on purpose or random or however, if it's human nature or whatever. So if you are miserable trying to make your kids happy, then you have failed because they're going to end up being miserable because mm-hmm. they don't do what you tell them to do. They do what you do. Yeah. So really, the thing is just try to be as happy. Try to make yourself as happy as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Just to show them this is how you be happy. Yeah. You know, be yourself. And hopefully when they're raising kids, it'll go even like a step further and they won't have to try so hard to be happy Mm -hmm. because they've already learned how to be happy. And they just, it just continues down the line. Yeah. But that kind of goes along with the gentle parenting. When you gentle parent, I think a lot of it is like you're kind of, need to look in the mirror and be like, am I being gentle to myself? Because if I want my kids to, um, turn out this way, then not only do I need to gentle parent, I need to gentle self something, whatever. I don't know. Well, that's a group that I got into, um, the School of Mom, mm-hmm. something that sister-in-law, my sister-in-law introduced me to. Mm-hmm. And she's the woman who does the School of Mom is a therapist and you join this group. And like there's different ways that she does her her therapies and her, her groups and her coaching and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was part of it for a little bit. And, you know, how do you mother yourself, like mothering yourself? Mm-hmm. And it just... It makes this assumption that a mother is always kind and gentle and loving and soft. You know I, what I mean? Well, Like, why, yeah. is, why is that the gold standard? Mm-hmm. A mother is just a person and a mother is all the things that a person the, is. The other problem with that, I mean, cause I would've dropped out right when I heard that, you cannot <gasps> mother yourself. The whole point of a mother even Uh, Yeah, I'm falling into the stereotype. Like, if you're sick and you're laying in bed, think of how your mother takes care of you. You can't do that for yourself because you're sick and in bed. Like, I need someone, like, in my mind, mothering is like someone who serves you in a manner that you're not able to serve yourself. They provide that emotional and physical taking care of. Yeah. Like, I don't feel there, there is a way for you to take care of yourself, but really you're not taking care of yourself because then you have to be the mother and the child at the same time. And that's not a possibility. Mm. You can't mother yourself. You can't. There's and no, there's different ways to take care of people. Sometimes it's, you're not sick, get your butt out of bed right? and go to school. Right, That is a mother too. Yeah. That's what I would hear. And she would say things and I, she was amazing. Like I learned mm-hmm. so much from this, but she would some, you know, how would like something about mothering yourself? I'm like, I'm not that kind of mother. Like that's <laughs> that's not who I am. I'm uh-huh. not, I, I just don't wanna be, I wanna be authentic to myself and I don't want to be something that somebody's coached me into believing or thinking or like what that gold standard is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that a very generic form of mother. I mean, but on the flip side, you know, what she means when she says mothering smothering. (laughs) I know what she means, but like, I'm not that kind of mother. Yeah, no, I agree. And so that's not what mothering means to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but okay. So you're not that kind of mother. But when your kids are sick, how do you treat them? Yes, there's a whole... Like, this is something our mom did. Like, if you woke up and you felt sick, she Mm -hmm. would be like, go take a shower, get ready for school. If you still feel sick at that point, you can stay home. Because she knew that, like once you were done with all that stuff, if it was a fake sickness that you'd be like, okay, I already did all this stuff. I might as well go to school. But if you were really sick, you would get up, you would take a shower, you would get ready for school and you'd be like, I really don't feel well. Like at some point you might puke. <laughs> and so like, but when your child is actually sick, Jenny, yes. how do you take care of them? For me? Yes. Yeah, I take their temperature and I give them advice on what to do. When they're younger. Oh, when they were younger? Uh Yeah, we'd watch Hannah Montana all day. Yeah, like curl up in a blanket. (laughs) Oh, you want some hot cocoa? Here's some... I put the stuff that I'm, I'm planning to do, I put that aside so I can take care of them. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that is, I think that form of mothering is what they're talking about. Yeah, maybe. But yes, there's There's many, many, many different ways to mother and different ways to be mothered. But I don't think you can mother yourself. I don't. I'm sorry. It's impossible. <laughs> the, idea, the whole pot point in my eyes of being yeah. mothered means someone is taking care of you completely selfishly. And that just makes you feel good because mm-hmm. someone loves you enough to take care of you like that. Right. But I think that goes to my original point is that that's the expectation we have on all the mothers. Right. Like we think that they should be completely self-sacrificing, mm-hmm. put aside everything that mm-hmm. they want or desire to take care of their children. Yes. And which is not something we would want parents and children. Right. And parenting, like parents have that expectation too. Although dads get, you know, get a little bit easier of a, like, they just are expected to make dad jokes. And oh, wear sketchers. so that's funny. I mean, like it's, yeah, being a dad is let's a start, fun kind of funny thing. Let's but. not downplay that dads are uh, dependent upon for monetary. Like if a family, in a is, lot of instances, for sure. Yeah, it's it's moving away from that, but but they're not taken seriously. So oh. the dads aren't taken seriously, mm-hmm. but the moms are taken too seriously. Yeah. So like no one ever yeah. says, "Oh, you just need to dad yourself." No. You just need to Why would you? You need father to yourself. father yourself. What does that mean? Father yourself. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! So lay off your parents, people. Yeah. No. That, absolutely. I guess that's that's
1: that's absolutely. my That's
0: my exit ticket. Okay. Lay off your parents, kids. I did the best I could. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sighing? You did a great job. My exit ticket. They're not done yet, though. Huh? They're over 18. They're done. <laughs> my exit ticket is
1: that's just... why I needed
0: a dog. <laughs> Jeez, Jenny. Sorry. Your exit ticket <laughs> is what? My exit ticket is clear <laughs> 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 my throat. My exit ticket is that, um, Actually, my exit ticket. I'm going to figure out how someone would go about fathering themselves. That's a good question, actually. Yeah, that's my exit ticket. I'll look into it and get back to everybody. Let we flip that. Okay. Yeah, that's my exit ticket. All right, flyers. Thanks for listening. Have a great morning, day, evening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> morning, day, evening. I'm going to come up with some kind of send off. We need a catchphrase. Yeah. Okay, stop recording. All right, bye. Bye. If you go to our website, kiteflyingpodcast.com, you can actually send us a voicemail. There's a link on the far right side of the page. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Hey Flyers, if you haven't subscribed yet, now's the time to do it. follow us on instagram at kite flying podcast (laughs) see if you can find us on twitter and then realize we're not on twitter and (laughs) go to instagram instead (laughs) dm us on on instagram do we want people in our dms that sounds like something young people do (laughs) no man i'm i'm down with it was recorded in Wichita, Kansas. We love to hear from our listeners, so please feel free to send us a message. And don't forget to add us to your Spotify playlist.